PM in Tech Online. JBA here, and welcome to bonus episode 15 of Diversity and Mentorship in Technology, where we continue the conversation about diversity, mentorship, careers, business in technology with our guests. Each bonus episode is tied to a show episode, so don't forget to check that out first if you haven't already done so. Now, once more, it's time to reintroduce our guest, Elena Valentin, and get into a deeper discussion regarding the topic of the week, HR recruiting and the hiring process. Welcome back, Alina. Thank you. So I know I mentioned during the regular show, kind of GoPro for hiring, Skillshout, and, and you kind of talked about what the platform was, what the company was about. You know, on the site, you had a lot of videos. And what I want to talk to today is the experience from the employer side. You know, some of the videos talked about cutting the fat in the hiring process. And how does that work? And how does that, how do the employers really find the, the platform based upon, you know, their uses of it? And how does it really help them in terms of improving their overall finding the right candidates? Yeah. So there's three things we should cover in that conversation. One is both the power of visuals, power of storytelling, and also just kind of the results that companies are seeing. So our brains are wired for visuals right? We retain 65% um, of what we see in here versus what we read. And the information is, is reviewed three times longer. And, and we even think about not just our data, but, but data generally that's out there in HR. It's known to track higher quality performers because you're giving candidates this way to be able to differentiate your company from the other. And so, you know, as I'm sure you, you could say, right, a picture is worth a thousand words, a video is a thousand words, you know, per second. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're really tapping into just how we are, are wired for, for better learning and understanding to begin with. So that's one kind of big uh, trend we're tapping into. The other you know, trend we're tapping into is power of storytelling. Um, and would you believe it, our, our, our brains are, are wired for stories as well, right? Good story, it builds empathy. and enables us to, to relate to one another and to see ourselves in that story. And that's something that's really important here is, you know, Every company is trying to provide opportunities where candidates can see themselves in the work. Oftentimes, job descriptions fall flat in doing that. And so when we can, you know, craft a good story with a company, it's kind of opening up the kinds of opportunities that they're providing candidates to get excited about what they might be doing um, or how um, this company could be the right fit for them. And as a result of that, you know, our companies have seen a couple of different things. And it really depends on what they're, they're initially struggling with. We have some companies who are struggling to get candidates in the door, right? So this is manufacturing, for example. Or we have companies who have way too many candidates, right? The American Airlines of the world who, mm-hmm. who are getting the, you know, however many thousands of applicants a week, but they're not getting the quality or you're having a high turnover because these candidates are walking in on the first day and then quitting. So there's a mismatch between what candidates think this job is going to be like and what the job really is. And so what we're trying to, to do with videos and working with companies is to help attract the quality. So being able to increase the quality of those applicants and whether that be quantity, it, it really is more of a quality. It's about increasing retention. So that now that we're giving candidates this more realistic and authentic preview of what this job or, or these, you know, any, you know, story is like, that they're coming in, you know, already feeling that this is a match and vice versa. 
and that you're reducing the time to hire. Now, it's not replacing the hiring process. It's reducing the time to hire because now you're really grounding both the candidate and the company in a real-world conversation about the work. And when we can kind of push companies to use these videos, not just as attraction, but as part of the actual interview application process, um, we're really starting to see companies move the needle um, on some of these metrics. Interesting. And you're absolutely right about that. One of the things you said in terms of the number of applicants companies get, the average statistic, I was reading a Glassdoor study a couple of years ago where every job post gets 200 applicants, though you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot. And some of the applicants, like in the videos they were saying, just apply. So you, you know, getting a lot of unqualified applicants. How does that work on the applicant side? And I say that because, you know, in this day and age, you can go to Upwork or Fiverr and, and hire a AKA resume writer to polish your resume and send it off where it passes all of the, the right tick boxes, if you will, but you still may not be the right candidate. How does the, the skill scout handle that process? Given that it's video, what's the process for the applicant? Do they have to submit the resume first or do they just immediately submit videos? How do you guys filter out those, those processes? Yeah. So a bit clarification on our model. So, you know, it's, it's, kind of shifted over the years and really even over the months. We are pure content partners for HR. So we are not an applicant tracking system. So when we're working with companies, whether that's via our DIY video offering or as their producers of that content, this is content that they are free and you know and able to utilize on every platform. So that could be their ATS, that could be Craigslist, that could be their website. Some there's, there's some clarification that should be had there. Because what we're enabling companies to do is utilize the work they, they've done with us and not necessarily have to be wed to a particular platform. So I think that's a piece of clarification because I, I say that because our companies may be using videos differently. Mm. However, what I will say really gets the biggest bang for the buck is one, when companies are embedding this video like right at the job description right? Especially for just talking about the job related specific videos itself. So when you can get at that first touch point, because that first touch point of that job description is really important because unless you're the Google or the Facebook of the world, that's probably the first time a company, uh, a candidate has heard of you. Yep. And that's at the point where they will make the decision whether or not to apply. It's interesting because the HR, it's an HR enablement for companies that have their own process, just to clarify, like you said, that have their own process already. And this is a either a first touch point or a an enabler to help them refine the process to get the right candidates, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Correct. For us, it's, it's being right there, like at the job description. And then it's also including that as part of your application process. This is what we are encouraging companies time and time again is don't make this a sidebar um, on your career's website. Make this an actual part of the application, right? They not not saying that they should be forced to watch it, but you know what? Heck, yes, right? It's part of the process. They should be reflecting and commenting on what they're seeing and hearing. And so one of the big questions that we've seen move the needle is literally a question around what stands out in this video? How does this relate or not relate to your experience? And it's amazing the kind of fodder that companies receive and can, and can get in terms of a candidate's aptitude and a candidate's enthusiasm around this position. 
Mm, interesting. So if I was a HR recruiter employer, essentially would contact you to shoot the video for me, or is it something that you guys have resources internally where you provide the companies with places where they can get, you know, high quality video to actually record? How does, how does the recording work? I guess that's the other question. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two ways that we work, right? So the first way that we work is that, yes, you know, companies are, are, hiring us, coming to us to produce this content, right? Whether it be around jobs or company culture. And, and we have a team of, of videographers and storytellers that are helping to support that. But the second one um, is our DIY video offering, where we're basically positioning, you know, HR to be chief human storytellers of their business. And we're providing them with a video creator kit and the video recipes, if you will, of the kinds of clips they should capture and then they can upload that to our platform for editing. So imagine that we're teaching them to be sous chefs, but we'll still cook it for you. Hmm, interesting. interesting. Um, and so there's kind of two tiers that companies can come at. And I would say our DIY offering, you know, I really see is kind of being the future um, and is something that we're super excited about in terms of our business. Because one, it's really positioning employees themselves to be the story makers, right? Employee generated content is huge. And so we're really tapping into that, but it's also making video more affordable and more scalable. See, the problem that, that uh, many companies, both large and small, are running into is, look, we get having professional video services. Um, while there's certainly a crispness to it and, and fancy drones and shots, it's really expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's certainly not something that can be replicable across, you know, hundreds of locations without being a multi-million dollar endeavor. And what companies are also realizing is, is that content gets obsolete rather quickly. You know, three months from now, that job could have evolved so much that that video is no longer relevant. Or two of the people just left. And now you have a video out there with two former employees of that role. And it just doesn't feel like it represents the company anymore. So that's where our DIY video offering is really coming into play is it's making video less precious, but no less powerful because we're able to make video something that, that they can do 365 days a year. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. And, and why I want to tangential that into the diversity topic we talked about initially where video, obviously from a visual perspective, it can be good in a lot of ways, but can also have the risk. And I'm sure you've tackled this in terms of prejudices, right? So (laughs) you look at a video and you say, oh, this candidate is X, Y, and Z. What are you finding in that way? Is it kind of helping address those issues? You know, if you look at a resume and you say, oh, a name or a certain name that has some connotations to a certain culture, in the past, it's been, uh, you know, this prejudices, self-prejudices that people have grown up with. So how, do you, how does it tackle that or how could it tackle that in the future? Yeah, I don't think there's no better way to showcase or celebrate the diversity that already exists or to really kind of show the intentionality of the kind of diversity that you're trying to recruit for um, than in video both from the standpoint of the kinds of folks that you're interviewing um, and let in kind of really in, enabling them to kind of share their story for one. But I think there's also this huge opportunity and this is what I think gets missed is where it can become tokenizing, Jeremy, <laughs> is when these folks that you're getting to take a photo on your website 
or be part of your, you know, campus recruiting brochure isn't included in what that content strategy should be in the first place. Mm. That to me is the biggest key here. So what we're really kind of encouraging companies to think about is not just who are in these videos sharing their perspectives, but how are we including their voices in those initial conversations of what that content strategy should be. And we call it, you know, I mean, it's inclusive storytelling, right? It's, It's getting folks involved right at the beginning to help these companies crystallize what are the kinds of stories that they should be telling in the first place? And quite frankly, what are the stories that these folks are excited about to want to share? Yeah. Um, so, it, so it isn't about just, you know, Sarah, you know, celebrating Black History Month, right? And, and what it means to be a part of the Black Professionals Network, right? We've seen all of that, okay? It, it's, I'm sure Sarah has other things she wants to share and other things she wants to celebrate. And it is equally as powerful, if not more, when it could just come from the kind of story she wants to talk about. So that's what we're really encouraging companies to really think about when it's co- when they're thinking about their content and how we include diverse voices in them, as well as how that relates to who they want to attract and how they're going to use this to attract talent to their companies. Absolutely. And talent is diverse. I mean, talent, getting the right people in the right environment is important and you know if you limit yourself as a company in whatever industry just your local pool or you know referrals or, or contacts you're definitely missing out from a, a numbers perspective right it can be very profitable uh to get the right people and right mean that diverse because different ideas foster innovation uh, and, and future progress so alina i want to stop there and, and again some amazing insight into what the not only HR process is, but what you guys are doing with storytelling. And like you said, storytelling is, is key because you get to really explore voices and, and DMIT. I recommend checking out skillscout.com, the website, connect with Alina offline or online. And thank you again for sharing such valuable nuggets of, of information and insight to our listeners. No, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, DMIT, this is it for the bonus episode 15. And I want to recommend subscribe on the website, dmintech.com. And we'll talk to you later.